This reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! Stay you're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, yeah. all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Ferret Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it is episode 30. I'm Brian. I am Spencer. The podcast is getting close to my age. Yes, very close. Actually, no, it surpassed it when we did episode 25. Right. That was, yeah. Yeah, 23 for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, it is January the 18th. On this day in history in 1943, insurgents in the Warsaw Ghetto took up arms against German oppressors. It was known as the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, the largest single revolt by Jews during the world during World War II. I don't know why that sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, Jews and ghetto—that's not something that normally goes together well, a lot. But, but you know, yeah. the Germans made a ghetto. Yeah, for that's you know. So I've been playing Call of Duty World War II a lot. Do you get to go into the ghetto? Like the ghetto? You know what the ghetto is, right? In Warsaw? Uh-uh. Oh, man. I guess not. So when they were rounding up all the Jews in Poland, which is the first country they invaded. Right. Uh, huge concentration of Jews in Poland at the time. Right. Not anymore. Right. Uh, right. It was like 90% Jewish before World II. Now it's like 10%. Oh. Uh, anyway, they they put everybody in like a few square blocks and put walls up. Oh, okay. And that was the Warsaw Ghetto. Ooh. And so they were... Yeah, they, rationing food they were starving yeah it was awful interesting that was before they started like training putting them on trains and sending right, them to right so uh but as a result of me playing this i get into my you know every four or five year reading about world war Two ah, and watching yeah. documentaries and such and you should find one about the warsaw ghetto there's some crazy oh, stories I'm sure in there. i'm sure uh, I watched one the other day about D-Day. It was, uh, I think it was Nova again, and they uh-huh. were they were using submarines and stuff to go under and find yeah. uh, uh, boats and tanks and stuff that had. Oh, uh, they were like modern day submarines. Yeah, oh, yeah, they cool. were talking. Well, yeah, they 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 talked about how people went in early, early the day before. Yeah, and uh, got rid of mines and had submarines that you could only see landmarks in. Yeah. To, to navigate. But anyway, what I found interesting wh- that I didn't know is that there was a decoy invasion. Oh, that makes sense. Um, that sounds like something Churchill would do. Actually, it wasn't. Was it Patton? It was us, yeah. Oh. And um, they made a bunch of fake tanks. Oh, I did hear about that. I, I didn't know. And it showed, yes. it showed video yeah. of these guys just rolling. They look real at first, and then he just pushes it over. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I think they even, I, when they were bombing London, I think that the British set up fake tanks and stuff that way oh, too. Oh, really? I mean, Hitler was convinced and the generals were convinced that they were going to invade on land closer to England, just yeah, across the channel. But that's why, because yeah. they had set up all these fake tanks elsewhere. Right. So when they attacked yeah, Normandy, my- they were... They did. They were ready. I mean, they were ready. They were ready-ish. Yeah, they had way more artillery on that north side, though. Yeah, but and uh, apparently, um, apparently, the English troops just kind of uh, walked onto Normandy. No, 
<laughs> so did you hear? So did you learn about that naval? Was it an admiral or a captain that just basically because some stuff went wrong on D Day? Yeah, it did. Like the it navy was, was supposed to blast the the beach before the the whatever the suicide boats arrived. You know what I mean? Right. And they they were they well, missed their deadline and like they didn't know the targets and so one admiral was like, just shoot that direction. Right. Uh, what I did see, I, I don't remember, well, I do remember something about that, but I do the, so the, uh, Americans, the, the problem was getting all the tanks on, on, right. and, uh, the English went routed, I can't remember what they did, but they, they did something completely different than what we did. Yeah. We used like these inflatable things around the tanks and we, yeah. we tried to turn like them into system? boats. Yeah. And we lost like, it didn't they work. just sank. Yeah, a ton of them, and so that was that was why there was supposed to be way more uh, protection for the troops as right. they were storming the beach. Right, because you could walk behind the tank. Right, right. So that was one of the reasons the casualties were so high. Man, but I mean, and uh, what was it I was watching? Uh, oh, what was it? They were they were interviewing German soldiers who were there. Yeah. Uh, what was it I was watching? I'm sure that was just like yesterday, and he said that he was there at Normandy, and he said when he woke up and looked out and saw the, all the boats and all yeah. the troops coming, he said to himself, "Oh, we lost the war. We've lost." Yeah. And so it's interesting because you got to imagine uh, a lot of those soldiers were f- one forced; they were Polish people forced to be soldiers, uh, and they had a. Um, Oh, I know. It was a animated history thing on YouTube that I was watching. It was really interesting. Yeah. Um, they had a uh, mandatory uh, military they had to serve in. So, oh, okay. you know, it's not like it wasn't all, well, not that we were all volunteer at that point either, but right. we were, it seemed like more people. I, you know, it was after I watched Band of Brothers yeah. the first time, I, it was such a weird feeling because I was like, oh, I want to help. Yeah. <laughs> like, even though the war, you know, it's long gone. It's like, ah, oh, it. There is like, like I wanna, I wanna help. But there is like a, there is a, a giant social psych theory uh-huh. that like you're the product of your time, uh-huh. and so people who wouldn't necessarily volunteer today, you know, or like in the '90s before right. wartime, you know, and they think about it now, and they're like, no way would I would I have volunteered, right? But then that generation all volunteered. They were lying about their age, you right? Know? And right. It's kind of like it just it's weird to compare men and think like were they really better or were they just a kind of a product of their time, you right? Know? Yeah, it's really interesting to yeah. think about because yeah. I can't. It's hard for me to think and like would I do that? Well, you I know? think that you have to think about what we were like we haven't faced anything like that since no not even close not a real threat to our freedom i mean we came pretty close with russia but nothing nothing like that and so you'd have to think if we were in that kind of a situation where someone was actually trying to take over the take over the world essentially and and they were killing people left and right it would probably be a lot different than and all of our allies were losing. Right, yeah. right. It'd probably be quite a bit different than than now. Not yeah. not taking away from anything from our soldiers now. No, I mean the after nine eleven enrollment skyrocketed. It, and yeah, I mean it, and that. And I should take back what I said about our freedom being threatened because nine eleven definitely did the way that Pearl Harbor did. Right. We didn't know what was coming next. Right. And we still don't. 
frankly. Right. This is a totally new. It's different. Yeah, yeah it's it, totally different. But type we've of war. we've never. I mean, there's Vietnam, which I mean, but it, we were never in really here. I mean, no, stateside. Both we Korea, were never attacked here. Yeah, Korea and Vietnam. By the way, Korea gets downplayed for some reason. My grandpa was in Korea, and he the, had some pretty gnarly stories. The the casualties on the American side were mm-hmm. about the same. Yeah, it's like fifty five thousand in both. Yeah, and both of those wars though weren't. They were. We had a perceived threat to democracy because of communism. Right. They weren't actual threats. You know, right. as history judges it. Right. You know, uh, but. Yeah, we shouldn't have treated those soldiers so poorly when they came home. No, no. Like we did, you right. know. I mean, say we, I mean, the America, <laughs> some of the American people did. Right. But, um, but I mean, World War II is just so, uh, you know. You know what I got sucked into huh? after I watched all the World War II docs? What? I watched a bunch of World War I. Uh, yeah, you know, that, it, I, I don't know why I don't, I'm not as interested in World seems, War One. It seems more boring, but it's not. Like, you start learning about these trenches and no, I, yeah. tunnels and, oh my gosh. Did I, t- did I ever tell you about the tunnels? The the allies, they dug, t- so, there obviously this is trench warfare, right? So right. there's like the, uh, no, what's it called? The no, no man. No man's land. Oh, yeah. That's like no zone. <laughs> no man's land. You know what I mean? Right. So they coordinated this effort. There were no, wasn't really radios back then. So they synced their watches, but they dug these tunnels for months and months. Right. And laid it with explosion, with explosives. And but they got, actually got under the Germans. Oh. And they, it took them forever to plan, but they synced their watches and, and detonated at the same time across this, this huge place, miles and miles. Right. Like, the explosion could be heard in like London. Right. You right. know, and it scared the hell out of the Germans. They ran away because this huge explosion happened. And, you know, anyway, you start watching that and you learn about what, when they first got tanks and they had to put like bundles of sticks down right. so they could get over. I don't know if it's maybe the world war two is just a tad bit more relatable because they were, a l- closer to us technologically than right. World War One. Yeah, was. I mean, World War One was maybe like first planes where maybe they were like shooting with their hand. Yeah, yeah. maybe <laughs> that's why I don't get as interested in World War One. Although World War Two is just, but I mean, in be- I don't know. In between, yeah, I mean, yeah, twelve million, yeah, people, innocent people died in World War Two. So, but you know, and the technology had advanced so far in terms of just like video and photography. I know, and, you know. So. It's kind of crazy when you look at World War One airplanes versus World War Two. Oh my gosh! It's kind of how it's fast nuts. technology. Uh, yeah, it's nuts. Um, yeah, it's nuts. Anyway, that's wow. That wasn't even in the. We just, we just, you know, wow. Yeah. Well, we were talking about the ghetto in Warsaw. In the ghetto, learn about Warsaw ghetto people. Speaking of, the we ghetto. need to because people are freaking <laughs> denying the Holocaust, and it makes me sick. Yeah. So learn about the Warsaw ghetto. Yeah, speaking of ghetto, <laughs> uh, Chicago. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, Laquan McDonald was gunned down by a police officer. Okay. 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 Have you seen ever seen this video? Um, I don't know. Yes, I think probably. it's horrible. I mean, it's it's a dash cam. Yeah. Um, and this this cop, Jason Van Dyke, uh, shoots this young man uh, like sixteen times. Jeez, that's a whole clip. Yeah. And if you watch it, you're like, why did he do that? Aren't they trained to unload their clip? <laughs> I don't know. I think it depends on the force. I've right. heard that, yes. Um, but I've also heard you just shoot to stop the threat. Right. So, I mean, you watch the video and he's on the ground and he, and it's not like, you know, it's like, it's pretty awful. Anyway, that's 
that is the point. So he was convicted of uh, second degree murder and 16 counts of aggravated assault back right. in October. Okay. He was sentenced today just on the second degree murder charge. All right. What do you what do you think a second degree murder sentence should be? I, can I tell you? Can I, I don't. If I'm being honest, I don't actually know the difference between first and second degree. <laughs> well, let's Google it real quick. <laughs> Do you know the difference? First degree is is like premeditated, right? Uh, second degree is is not premeditated. That that's the biggest difference. Okay. The biggest differentiator in murder cases is: Did you think about this before? Are you evil enough to have thought up a plan to premeditate a murder? You know what I mean? Even if it's only minutes it can or seconds, like, right. I'm going to kill you, I'm going to go to my room and get my gun and shoot you, that's premeditated. A cop pulling his gun out of his holster and shooting isn't really premeditated, so that's probably why they dropped it down to second degree. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, also, I already know the answer. He got oh, seven okay. years, right? He got six years in a, in a handful of months. Okay. 81 months. Right. For, for murder. Um, like, there are they're pot dealers. Right. They in prison for life. That. What? Do they ha- have any reasoning as to why no. it was so light? No. And the family's pretty upset. The, here's the, it gets even weir- weirder, though. The prosecutor, is a special prosecutor, John McMahon, he recommended that it should be a minimum of 18 years. The special prosecutor recommended a minimum of 18 years. Mm-hmm. And he said that he thinks that justice was served in a press conference. <laughs> now, there's a little bit more to the story. He hasn't been sentenced for the 18 or 16 counts of aggravated assault, uh-huh. which could be like a year each. Right. It's possible that the judge is taking that into account. It just seems really light to me. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess, are they taking into account his service record or something? And <laughs> Is that relevant? Just, it's, six, it's second degree murder. I guess you know? not. I, I don't know. I have... Uh, We've talked know. about cops a lot, and I, I just... I, I have a really... Well, I don't have a hard time with uh, with with these situations. It's just... I mean, him shooting him in the back, that's kind of where... If it wasn't in the back like that, then... He was... Uh, well, so I think the first shot... I don't really want to watch the video again, yeah. frankly. I think the first shot he went down. Right. And I, th- I want to say he had a little knife, but he was walking away. So he was down on the first shot... And the following 15, he was on the ground. So unless the cop what reasonably I, thought he was going to pick up the knife and throw it at him, you know? I, here's, I don't know. I just get so torn on this kind of stuff because these guys, they they deal with these kind of these situations every day and they probably get burnt off and pissed off at, at, at this. Right. Oh yeah. No, you know what I mean? We've talked about this. I know. And that I couldn't be one because I would probably beat the hell out of people. Right. And so I don't know. I I mean, I, he should definitely go to jail. Like he should be held accountable. Uh, But it just seems like 81 months. And I hate to use, you know, like, red herring logic and compare it to other crimes but it just seems you kind of have to right and we know our justice system isn't perfect but right 81 months compared to like you know you commit burglary and you're yeah you get you could get like five years for that you know my guess my guess is that they went easy because of the whole because of the situation. I mean, and like I said, the judge might be like, "Well, you guys don't know. I'm going to give him a year each for the aggravated right, assault." Right. But 
I mean, anyway. I don't. I, I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't be a judge on this case. I wouldn't want to be in the jury either because I just. I'm. I'm the kind of person who just. I, like I don't well, know. I can see both sides, and I just. Well, I wonder... and the video. The video is, like, it's relatively vague. Is it? It's hard to. It, like it's hard to jump to one side immediately. Like because you see him walking away, he kind of turns around, and that's when he starts shooting. You know what I mean? Right. He definitely doesn't lurch though, and and so the burden of proof then is on the officer, obviously saying it's fine for you to say you perceived a threat, right? But you got to prove it. Prove it to me. Well, you know? I think the the dash cam video is what is damning him. Oh, and if there was no dash cam video, this wouldn't yeah, have been a case. So what I. I mean, I well, I have no idea what happened, but what is a possibility that happened is he shot him and then realized, crap, I need to make sure he's dead. It's possible. So he can't. You should so know that there uh, were one, two, at least two in this picture, at least two other cops there. Oh, really? With guns trained on him that did not fire. Oh. So, eh, That and, sucks, though. Can you, like, like... What if I mean I don't know I don't know anything about this guy's history but no. what if he's just having like a bad day <laughs> you know the what cop? I mean yeah yeah like everything's gone wrong for him he's so he got frustrated a fight with his wife or something yeah and he's been dealing with with domestic stupid domestic disputes all day it's true. and then it just sucks well and it comes that down sucks to that 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 I don't know it just sucks that comes down to personality <laughs> profiling and training. Right. Yeah, you yeah. should you should be training these guys and put them in high stress situations. Right. Piss them off. Right. 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 Tell them, and it, it could all be a play. You know, if you were this guy's sergeant or captain, piss him off. Tell him that you're thinking about transferring him. Right. Tell him that you're think you know that he's not getting his raise, and then go put him in a training simulation, and see how he responds. Right. You know, like that's the kind of stuff these guys they need behavioral that's psychologists. That's a good idea. That's you a know, good idea. we got to think about how these guys could be on a day-to-day basis. You right. know? And to answer your question about the clips, I just went to Cora. This guy has been a deputy sheriff since 2000. Oh, he's also a private pilot. Oh. Uh, he said that we are um, not trained to unload an entire magazine. We are trained to fire continuously until that deadly threat is no longer a threat. Hmm. So it's very gray. That leaves yeah. a lot of gray. Um, but I don't know how else you would write that. Yeah, you know? I know. But I do think that every department's different. Oh yeah, for sure. So, well, speaking of breaking the law or cops and uh, you know, that sort of thing, um, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, I'm Chris Hansen. I have not heard about what's going on with Chris I'm Hansen. Chris Hansen. You haven't heard? Step right there. I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one. <laughs> Um, to Please ca- don't tell me to he's... Cats a Predator host, Chris Hansen, has been charged with issuing bad checks and <laughs> failing to pay thousands of dollars to a vendor for marketing materials. So the well, guy from the marketing company came up and was like... Why don't you have a seat? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and take a seat. I, I did wonder what happened to his... Was he on MSNBC? Uh, when it, when this first yeah. aired, I did wonder why, like why was he removed as a correspondent? He started right. his own YouTube channel, you know. Oh, I do see here he was evicted from his New York City. Yeah, apartment. that was the second story. There's two different stories, and then the second one is he was been evicted for not paying uh, his rent. A catch a predator host, Chris Hansen's Kickstarter donor saw arrest coming. Hmm. So he's been arrested. Yeah. Oh, his wife filed for divorce. 
So maybe it just got to him. Man. Apparently, Dateline, you know, didn't really... Dateline NBC, uh, not MSNBC. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. just he, regular NBC. He didn't make enough money in there, and let's Take see. A seat right over there, right over there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I watched some of the YouTube ones, and I and I wonder, he looks a little worn. Yeah, looking at this picture here, he does not look good. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks a little looks... worn, and I mean, maybe catching predators and like looking at that shit all day. Just makes you sick maybe, after a while. Maybe he's just a sleaze bag to begin with, and no one realized it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. These 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 people. I just I don't know, man. Just just <laughs> reporters, Hollywood people on TV, famous people in general. I, I mean, who I just still don't know. writes checks? That you know what? Out of all this, that's what I would definitely. I'd yeah, have like, to. Uh, <laughs> why are you writing Chris, checks, Chris? Chris, take a seat right over there. Why do you Why do you still use a checkbook? Like, I mean, mo- and don't most places? I guess if you're writing a personal check, like most places do e check. Uh, like, well, I know my work does. Um, like it works like a debit, and we we don't even take the check from. Uh, yeah, Walmart does that. Smiths or Kroger wasn't doing that because. They'd rather just get the customer out of the line. Well, like, just go. It, there's not enough checks to really warrant it. Oh, because it costs money. Yeah, that's right, you know what I mean. Like the amount they still get bounced checks, but not. Yeah, it's man like, in high school before debit cards. Yeah, dude, I wrote checks for like a dollar five every day to get a Mountain Dew. Serious? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, how embarrassing! I know. <laughs> I was in high school I'm trying to think, and I, this, I, there was no debit cards back then. Man. I had my first bank account. I had a debit card i don't remember how old i was i found out my atm card could work as a debit card when i went to buy some shoes (laughs) i bought some shoes and i said to the cashier hang on i gotta run to the atm get some cash she's like oh that'll work i'm like it's just an atm card there's no numbers on it you know what i mean Uh she's like just 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 try it (laughs) she's just like well uh, hold on (laughs) yeah so i did it i'm like wow that worked all right so that's when i found out that this new thing called debit yeah. existed. No, I dollar five for a Mountain Dew here. So I think I opened my first account two twelve for a couple when cheeseburgers. I was Sixteen or seventeen. It yeah, might have even been. Nah, it had to have been seventeen. And I got a debit card straight off. I had my picture on it from Bank of America. Oh. It even gave me a stupid little keychain one. Yeah, maybe it was my bank that just didn't. Oh, what bank was it? It was Barnes. Oh, yeah. That's why. Now defunct. So I was at a big national bank, and they were like, yeah, man, <laughs> yeah. we're making it rain debit cards. The FDIC took over Barnes Bank during the recession. Wow. Sold it to Zions. Wow. Anyway. So. Um, That's too bad for Chris. He's a national treasure. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> when I was looking for clips and stuff of him today, I I got sucked into a. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> those those guys are just so stupid. Just sleaze ball, just dumb. People. What are you doing here? I'm just on my way to the beach. And, and they, they sit there eating and they a cookie. Sit down. <laughs> they sit down. <laughs> Did you see the one where he walks in and the the girl playing the little girl? Uh-huh. She's an actress. You yeah, know? yeah. She's like, he had some food. Uh-huh. And she's like, did you bring some for me? He's like, no, just for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's hilarious. It's just he's funny. like, I can go back to Burger King, get you something if you want. Those oh. guys, they're all like what you'd expect them to look like. It's just. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's. Uh... Uh, oh, did you see the one where they, they caught him once and then the next day they caught him again yes. at McDonald's? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh man! So um, Elon Musk 
your boy yeah. Elon. Yeah. He uh, he had to pull some people into his office uh, yes, today. Yes, 7%. Right over there. <laughs> and yeah. tell them that. Uh, and he didn't do it. Apparently, he sent them a letter, though. Oh, that's nice of him. Which I don't understand. I thought he wasn't no. doing things anymore. I no, thought no, he had relinquished CEO-ship. No, no, no. He's the, uh, he's the president, but not the chief executive for like three years or something like He still has a vote. So he used to have two votes on the board. Uh-huh. Now he only has one. Oh. Well, here's the headline out of Wired. Tesla cuts 3,000 jobs bracing for an uncertain future. Well, see, the headline I read was bum, they bum, want bum. the headline I read was they want to make the Model Three cheaper uh-huh. for people. Oh yeah. Frankly, I don't even know who works for Tesla. The, the freaking they're all made by robots. Uh, that's not what this picture looks like. There's there's actually, like a whole uh, YouTube video men of they assembling them. I don't know. Those are like they're putting hoods on conveyor belts, <laughs> <laughs> and then the robot picks them up. And <laughs> have you ever uh, Googled Tesla bankrupt? <laughs> no, have you, you? Oh yeah. There's did a, you write an article or something? No, there's a ton of articles on the, how people think Tesla's going to go bankrupt. I'm sure. Apparently, they have uh, 15 billion dollars worth of debt coming up this year. Well, he's worth uh, 22 billion, so I think he'll be okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I should have placed money on I don't know this. how they figure that. What? The like, debt? Yeah. Well, you could. You can. You could sh- bet on the short. $15 billion. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you just go bet on the short, you know? Just and, uh, But you're betting against Elon Musk, probably the smartest guy. I don't know, man. Are you sure he's that smart or does he just uh, put on a show, make it seem like he's smart? No, I think he's that smart. I don't know. You don't think, you don't think he's the inventor of PayPal, the inventor of Tesla? Oh, PayPal. Like, that was such a... That's such a hard thing. No one could have come up with that. That's except not for the him. point. That's not the point. What have you invented? <laughs> it's easy to look back at inventions and say, well, that wasn't hard to think what of. What did I invent? Like, just the other day, I saw uh, these little, like, sleeves with wheels that go on your on your knee pads. Nuts. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, go on your nuts. Go on your knee pads so that when you're installing laminate or tile, you can roll around. So it's easy wait. to be like, oh, anybody could have invented wait, 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 that. Wait wait, 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 wait. So you're wearing knee pads. It's a little thing that slides over that has wheels on it. Oh. So you can wheel around rather oh. than having to stand oh, up. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I'm gonna have to add that to my knee yeah. pads. And you're like, why didn't I think of that? That's so easy. Anybody could have done it. That's not the point. He uh, did do it. Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't know, man. <laughs> Genius. We should. We should. Uh, Here, let's look. Elon Musk IQ. We should invite him onto the Artake podcast and see how. How brilliant yeah. he really is. Uh, it looks like he has an IQ of uh, 250. <laughs> I don't know what it says. My IQ is 251, and I'm borderline autistic. So <laughs> It would make you there. <laughs> Although I think he might be too. So, <laughs> Well, he has six kids. Really? One deceased. Yeah, so he's not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not worked out for him. <laughs> We'll see what he does. Maybe he doesn't care. Uh, well, I that's why I think Tesla's going to fail. Because he doesn't care? He doesn't care. He, he kind of has that cavalier. That's true. I mean, he doesn't He doesn't care. He just moves on to the next project, right. like SpaceX, and I then mean, he'll let go of that. And Well, didn't SpaceX cut a bunch of jobs, too? Probably. I thought I... The economy, it's, it's, a, bit of a, it's a bit of a hood over our eyes right now. Yeah. Like, I thought the economy was doing relatively well uh-huh posted on facebook today i don't know if you saw it 
my retirement. Oh yeah. Over 2018. Uh huh. The whole year. Guess what my return was? Uh, it was negative. Negative 12 percent. Yeah. That's 24 percent lower than what it should be. It should yeah. be a 12 percent <laughs> positive on a decent year. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And we're we we're being fed this shit that the, the economy's great. I lost 12 percent. Yeah. On a retirement, and I don't invest like aggressively. Right. You know, like I'm in just kind of regular, a lot of bonds actually, mm. you know, and so I'm 12, negative 12%. I lost money last year that's, in this year that's supposed to be great. That's why my retirement is just winning the lottery. <laughs> yeah. Stop, don't invest, <laughs> yeah. you know, just, just wing it and oh, then man. when you get older, just... Uh, Pissed me off. Speaking of winning the lottery, uh, did you see this story about the... I should, I, you know what? I need to get some drop music, some some music for Wall Chat. What's Wall like, Chat? Like everybody has, right? Wall Crisis 2019. Oh, the wall. The oh. government shut down. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> First of all, let me oh, preface the way. all this with <laughs> saying that Trump's back and forth with I and and the government is still shut down. Everybody. Yeah. By the way. So the whole back and forth it actually made me. Laugh about the, a little bit. You're talking about the... Trump's like, you can't use my planes. And Nancy's like, you can't come to our house. It was the other way around. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Now I hate both of you. Yeah. I hate both of you now. And... <laughs> yeah, it's pretty petty. Yeah. Especially because, I mean, look, Nancy was wrong. Uh, it is the D.C. Metro Police, the Capitol Police, not the D.C. Metro, sorry, Capitol Police, uh-huh. who secure... The State of the Union. Oh, really? They're not federal employees. No, the Secret Service, but they're not charged with... They're only charged with protecting the president and the vice president during that time. Right. And some leadership. Like, it's the Capitol Police who secured that building. So, she was wrong. Huh? Uh, Nancy. Yeah, I don't... Do you like Nancy Pelosi? I, I don't care. Yeah. You know, I think... I don't like... I don't... I would be okay I, with new leadership. If you, if you read kind of her... If you read a short bio of her, uh-huh. she is pretty remarkable. Right. Uh, she's she's the first... I think she's only the second person to be the speaker, lose the speakership because of the... She's back in the minority, uh-huh. and then to get the speakership back. Right. Only the second person to do that. Probably the only woman. So she's pretty remarkable uh, in terms of her negotiating strategy right now. Uh, yeah, there. I'm over it. I'm ready to just move on. Someone needs to break and just give in or just someone something needs to happen. Did you know that uh if this goes on, oh, crap, I think it's another week, it will have cost more than the wall. Than the wall. Yeah. yeah. I met I met another person today at my job uh-huh. that her and her husband both work for the IRS. Yeah, my mom has a friend she was telling me today that uh husband was forced to go back without pay. Yeah. That that's yeah, or, they, or he could lose his job. That's not his, paying. <laughs> his he could lose his uh, enforced slavery. His basically his, yeah. like yeah, you're like indentured. I yeah, don't understand this, and that's what I'm looking for. Uh, yeah, my mom said that uh, one of our family friends' uh, husband works for I can't remember. It was the IRS or something, and they had to tell their daughter that uh, they had to postpone her birthday because they didn't have any money. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 
it's That's it's horrible. It's it's getting uh, it's getting ugly. This is I mean, people, out of control, man. Uh, federal employees are doing GoFundmes, and I and, know, like it's bad. The airport is giving TSA our airport over here, the Salt Lake Airport, Even like a bonus, right? Uh, no, the vendors oh. there are giving them free lunch and stuff, uh, stuff like that. And apparently, uh, the air traffic controllers have started gaining weight because of all the pizza <laughs> crap they're getting. So they're actually, uh, they're not really needing well, any know, more pizza like, anymore, but I know a bunch of companies are off, you know, waiving late fees and stuff like that. I just, I just, and I got to, so s- let's come uh, up with a solution. You and me uh, right now. Real quick. I got to okay. say that I, I think Nancy Pelosi should have just not gone. I think. To, to Afghanistan? With? Well, no, no. The government shut down. Yeah, you should stay I, here. Sh- like, why? Why is anyone going anywhere? Right. Why? Have, why aren't they just in there hashing it out every second of every day? If you if you were <laughs> to split the government's responsibilities into just two parts, really simply, right? It's not, but really simply, you have domestic policy and foreign policy, right? Domestic is always the priority, right? And if we're not. If we're not in a shutdown and domestic policy is non-existent, then foreign policy waits. Right. You know? Yeah. I the just, soldiers uh, know what they're doing. And, you, you know, know I they're be, getting paid. Seeing as how the soldiers' affiliation typically leans pretty right, I doubt that any of them were really like, oh, woo, Nancy Pelosi. Right. You know, like, who cares? It, that was I. She shouldn't have gone in the first place. That should have all been canceled. I don't, why, why they're not all in a room hashing this out? Right. All day, every day, all day is beyond me. Instead of sending these ridiculous, petty, don't come to my house, Tweets. don't use my airplanes, right. it's freaking absurd. It is, it, it <laughs> is so petty and childish. Elementary school yes. election bullcrap here. This is yeah. insane. And this is coming from two people in the middle of Utah yeah. who do not work for the government, <laughs> who have zero pool. We're just sitting here saying, this yeah, we is have, ridiculous. The shutdown is not affecting us <laughs> no. personally. But no. we feel for our fellow Americans. Yeah. This is stupid. You know, but okay, let's hash it out. Okay. He wants 5.7. Democrats don't want to give him anything if it's going towards a wall. And before we hash it out. Okay. Okay. I, I need to insert this into the, into the mix. The largest single group. I don't know if you heard about this. The largest single group of asylum seekers Tunnel. to ever cross the U.S. tunneled beneath the border wall yep. near San Luis, Arizona. Yeah. Wait, 14 tunnels. Yeah. 14. It wasn't that hard. They had <laughs> shovels. <laughs> I, I'm just know? saying. And the, you should know that these people, whether or not, look, even all the news reports call them asylum seekers, and I feel like that gets washed over. Right. You know, these people, some of them might be lying. I'm sure some of them are. Right. But um, some of them are telling the truth that they fear for their life. You uh-huh. know, they're they're tunneling under the wall and they're running toward border agents. Right. So that's what you do. Right, right. Because that's the law right now. Right. As it stands, you can cross the border anywhere. Uh-huh. You know, you can, sorry, you could, <laughs> you could cross it in uh, Michigan, you know, uh-huh. and find a border agent and say, I'm seeking asylum. Right. And then they can, they take you into detention for the law is 20 days right now. You mm-hmm. have to be released after 20 days if you're an asylum seeker, at which point you come back for your hearing. Right. There's no law about asylum seekers have to enter a port of entry. Mm-hmm. If you're an asylum seeker, the, th- the theory behind it is you're running for your life. Right. So just come in anywhere, man. Find an agent. Tell them you're seeking asylum. We'll take you to a safe place. Sanctuary. 
like Quasimodo, yeah. right? You we'll know? take you to a place. We'll write down your info. We'll find out where you are. You know, like I saw a video of a guy holding his daughter mm-hmm. with paperwork that proved she was his. Right. You know, and I know there's a bunch of people on the right who are going to say he's lying and it's all fabricated because he's a terrorist. <laughs> he's pretending to have this child, you know. But, yeah, they're tunneling. They just, I don't know. Anyway, hashing it out. Yeah, so here's what I'm down for. Okay. I'm... I just don't think the wall is uh, going to work. Well, it doesn't work. So this this happened at a wall, which we know <laughs> this is a wall by a city. Okay, right, this isn't a, a wall out a in the reason, middle of BFE. Right. There's a reason we have footage of them, right? Because it's in the middle of a city, right? Yeah. So I just don't think a wall is there. I, I I'm fine with border agents because, frankly, if we have hundreds of thousands of people seeking asylum then we need more agents yeah so and i just read an article earlier that for every border agent the country ends up saving it was a huge amount it was like i can't remember it was like five million dollars a year for every border agent we hire because they're stopping people and helping the flow of commerce oh right so it makes sense and especially the ones at the ports of entry Mm -hmm. if we can get cars and trucks through there faster then commerce is going to speed up Right. So I'm down to spend all – I'm down to give you $10 billion <laughs> if you're going to hire people right. to go down there to the, port, the legal ports of entry. Go ahead and spread them out across the, the non-legal ports of entry where, yeah. where we talked about last time. There's nothing really happening. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. Put them there. That's fine. That's better than a wall. Yes. Like unless Congress changes the law – that says we no longer accept asylum seekers, this is not going to stop. If they change the law and say we, we're no longer an asylum country, uh-huh. which would be horrific in my opinion, right. but let's say they did, then the border agents could literally say, push them back and right. say, no, you, you can't come in. Right. I don't care if your life's in danger. You can't come in. Right, right. So I'm down. Give him all the billions he wants, just not towards a wall. Do you think that he would do that? I. It sounds like no. Like because I, I don't. People say border keep, security. He keeps saying border security. Right. So maybe manpower is part of that. You know, just today on Facebook, a guy designed a wall. Uh huh. And he's like, "Here's my proposition." He's an engineer of some sort. It was a cool looking wall. Right. And I, I put it on my phone, uh-huh. and I put it in photos, and I drew a ladder. <laughs> and then put a link to Amazon for the type of ladder you would need to climb over it. <laughs> you know, my point is, and then someone commented like, yeah, they wouldn't see someone with a 40 foot ladder coming towards the wall. You're right. They wouldn't because there's not enough agents. Cause there's no one out there to see. There's them no anyway. one out there to see it. <laughs> so I'm down, put agents there. You wouldn't need a wall if there were agents every half mile. Right. You know what I mean? Right. If you think that it's that big of a threat, Understand a wall's not going to work. Send people down there. The flow of commerce gets faster. So our economy goes, get the GDP grows. Right. Because we're not stopping things so often. But we, we talked, that would be the, the proposal. I, yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't. If I was Nancy or Chuck, that's this, what I would do. Well, yeah, I'd give, sure. Ten billion is still kind of a drop in the bucket. Oh yeah! Like it, it, I'll tell you f- what, Donald. You want five point seven? I'll double it. I'll give you. Right. I'll give you eleven point four. Uh huh. To in in manpower. That's what's kind of bugging me about the Democrats right now is they just seem to be like 
no, no. Right. Like both sides are being ridiculous. And I don't think the general public realizes that there's two parts to border security. Right. There's wall and there's people. Right. The wall doesn't work. We saw it today. They find a way. They tunneled underneath it. Right. They dug 14 tunnels. How many? It was like 400 people. Uh, it was a lot. I can't. Remember uh, it was like 400. I think it was the. It said it was the biggest. Yeah. Seeking asylum at least. Like in one shot. Like, here's here's a picture of the tunnel. <laughs> This is the steel slatted wall. Just like, look at that. That's yeah, so- it's, it's not a tunnel. <laughs> it's not even a tunnel. It's, not a, it's a hole. <laughs> Imagine you have a picket fence in your backyard, and your uh, dog, and your dog digs your a dog hole digs underneath a hole. it. That's what it looks like. It literally probably took them three minutes with a shovel. Yeah, depending on how hard the soil is, right yeah. there. <laughs> Which it's pretty sandy, so yeah, probably not very long. They probably did it with their hands. Oh man, that's embarrassing. You know, and that's. Uh, and look at the wall is even like a f- two or three feet. Yeah, it, it goes below down the, the surface, and it doesn't matter, right? Unless I, they're planning to build it to the center of the earth. <laughs> I know they're, they're, he wants it like twenty feet deep or something like that, but that's not the point. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't. I just don't know how you'll ever stop people. It, a wall is it makes no sense anymore. Yeah, unless you're going to put a wall and a guy every fifty feet, <laughs> right? You know, at some point you'll get this again where they rush, they rush a section of the wall, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. go watch Lord of the Rings and you'll <laughs> see that a wall doesn't work. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's, I think that yeah. that's my, as a Democrat, fine. Like I'm not even, I, I, I will not concede that a wall works, no. but I'll give you even more money right. to send more agents, create more jobs, grow our GDP and this whole thing's done. Yeah. What? Yeah, that I, I, I. So that's my problem I, with I, Chuck and Nancy. If if Trump denied that, then yeah, huh. then you know that it's just about the spectacle. And it's like personal. It's a symbol. <laughs> like twice the, as much money, and yeah, the wall he just is wants a Trump brand, brand right. wall. The wall is Trump's Statue of Liberty. Yeah, it's just a symbol. It's yeah. something he can take a picture of, put it on his campaign flyer for twenty twenty. Uh huh. Right. Like that. Ah, not. Now, that's Chuck and Nancy. My problem with uh, Turtle, Mitch, Mitch McConnell, is the, his, in, his unwillingness to, to even take anything to a vote. Yeah. They shut down one today to open Homeland Security. The GOP sent, in the Senate just shut it down to temporarily open, I think it was till the end of February. Uh-huh. And they said no. <laughs> Why? I I can't stand Mitch McConnell. I cannot stand that no, guy. No, he's he's very misguided in his job. Yeah, his job is to get things through the Senate, get as many bills to the president's desk as you can. Uh-huh. If he likes it, he signs it. If he doesn't, he vetoes. If he vetoes, you can override. Right. That's your job as a legislator. Take laws that are kind of antiquated or new ones that we need. Get them to the desk. Do they not see this is? It just drives me nuts how hip, how much hypocrisy is in the Republican Party sometimes, yeah. and how it's it's he, Mitch McConnell reporting to the president. It destroys democracy. Like yeah, it's not the. It, it makes Trump a dictator. Right. Like and I'm not trying. Of, I'm not trying to blow this out. And, no, no, no. You know, but that's what that when, is. When that's the how Senate, it works. when the Senate Majority Leader says, "I'm not going to pass any bill." that I know the president won't sign, you are no longer separating powers. Right. Two branches of the government are now together. Right. 
the pyramid has fallen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you cannot sep- you're, you can't do that. The separation of powers moves away if you are beholden to the other branch. Right. You know, that's like saying I'm not going to take this to the Supreme Court for the people because I know I'll lose. No, that's not the point. Right. Yeah. It's a joke. Anyway, I don't know. That's our compromise. We'll give you 11.4 billion for people. Yeah. For manpower at the ports of entry. Jobs. Just go ahead and sprinkle a few in the desert. Yeah. That's fine. Catch one you know or what? two. You know what? We'll give you uh, 50 miles of wall. How about that? Well, <laughs> what's he going to get for 5.7 billion? <laughs> not like three miles? Lot. Yeah, it's not going to be a lot. It's not, not a lot. Not nearly as much as he thinks. Not for the wall. Not for the type of. If you're going to put chain link. Yeah, maybe you'll get a couple hundred miles. <laughs> yeah. You know, but not for the type of wall he wants. Uh, yeah, like a great uh, impenetrable. Yeah, he'll get. I kid, can you imagine what's in his mind? It's probably like this space age. Oh, my gosh. Crazy futuristic a laser 30, wall with giant. He wants giant, a 30-foot steel wall that goes 20 feet into the ground. So 50 feet of steel right. and concrete. Which he just uh, raised prices on. Right. With his <sighs> tariffs. Unbelievable. Oh, anyway. Enough I, of the wall. Take yeah, a break. Let's take a break. Uh, what is happening? Ooh, you got a little double play. I think I hit it twice. Anyway. um, That was long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we come back, I do have some uh, some random headlines for us today. Um, I don't remember what they are, but they're going to be great and random. Um, and, uh, we'll talk about some other things and some stuff and, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. CNN's on where I'm the loudest guy on an overcrowded panel. This country needs stronger border security. Our border security is the strongest in the world. What we need is to take care of our children. I can't get an erection. You think giving them amnesty is fair to the people who are already here? They're contributing to the economy. I've tried all the herbs. Amnesty is never the answer. It's not amnesty. It's recognizing their contributions to our country. They said to meditate, but I keep falling asleep. We need stronger vetting. And to enforce the laws already on the books. I'm terrified of being alone with my wife. It's too much pressure. Well, nothing's ever going to change if Congress isn't willing to compromise. Exactly my point. A wall would solve this. I wake up with an erection, but never when she's in the bed with me. A wall would solve nothing. These children have rights. I spent three grand on a sandals vacation thinking that might do it. Know what it was? Me being limp on a lazy river. Well, that's all the time we have. Thank you to Peter Griffin. No, don't send me home to my wife. Democrats. That's why we went to sandals? your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. What do you got? Feathers. Feathers. Feathers are better than Velcro. Okay. It's got to have something to do with NASA. Um, Doesn't NASA own the patent on that? No, because NASA (laughs) doesn't have any uh, funding right now. (laughs) That's true. You know, I read something that if NASA actually earned money because they're they're uh what they're a company that's owned by the public by the taxpayer right company an organization right so anything they invent is public domain oh so they invented things like velcro for right like apollo and stuff if they had patented that and made money off of it then nasa would be funded (laughs) 
<laughs> and they've invented all sorts of stuff. Why didn't they do that? Because they're they, uh, memory, they, memory foam is nasty, yeah. isn't it? They can't legally like because they're a taxpayer funded organization. Anything they event, invent, wow, that's interesting. It sucks. Yeah, <laughs> that does. Kind anyway, of suck. go ahead. Um. So yeah, uh, this is a uh, it's from Science Daily. It's a study done at the University of California. Uh, you may have seen a kid play with a feather, or you may have played with one yourself. Running a hand along a feather's barbs and watching as the feathers uh, unzip and zip. Have you ever seen that oh, before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're saying that uh, it could be stronger and uh, uh, more better. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this like how a spider's web is stronger than steel? Right, right, right. So how do you... Well, how do you do that? They said that they 3D printed structures that mimic feather veins. Okay. And so I'm not sure how they, if they made them like bigger or, huh. or what, but I don't know. It was I a, do, when I was a kid, my mom would take me to the craft store with her uh-huh. and the, I would ask always for the weirdest things. I think at one point I asked for a zipper, like just to, you know, right. I asked for a dowel. Well, I, just, I just wanted a dowel to play like swords with. Oh, and I, then I used to do that. At one yeah. point, I wanted a peacock feather. They had them just sitting in a tube. Yeah, yeah. At the craft store, I was like, I want a peacock feather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those, yeah, those, those do have the barbs. I kind of want one now. Seen. Do I have a peacock feather? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, I have a whole uh, bag full of feathers. If you really want one, we, we, we can Spencer's birds. Hashtag we can, Spencer's uh, birds. We can examine them you later. Know, you know what's a weird word? Uh, uh what? Peahen. <laughs> female, a female. Uh, pea, pea hen, pea, a, a female, female pea hen and her cock. <laughs> yeah, those are all. That's good. All those right, are so all interesting. they're saying that if they put, f- they use feather-like technology, it'll be stronger than Velcro. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Will it have that tear sound? I no. Have you ever? I don't think so. It's like I don't know. But I mean, how is it going to hold together? I I don't. That's what's crazy about it. Yeah. It's like the spider web. You the know, that's stuff stronger than steel. They, why? Why have we never commercialized spiders' webs? I think that that is a. You know, they spit it uh, out. I should have re- combine it. No, but there there is uh, there is research being done on it. the The biggest problem is is that they're trying to make synthetic because you can't. You'd never be able to get enough. There are so many spiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're trying to synthesize it. That, yeah. yeah, and they've made a lot of headway. I think that they're they're looking at it for um, the military, of course. Of course. Yeah. And uh, what parachutes or something? No uh, bridges, vests, vests. Oh, take away Kevlar instead of Kevlar. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, probably lighter. Be, yeah. Crazy. That'd be pretty. I should. I should, I'll look into that. Maybe we could talk about yeah. it next time. Um. Oh my gosh, Luis was here and talked about uh, Bodyguard, the show on Netflix. Oh yeah. Kevlar reminded me of it. Oh, he he was dead on. I watched the first episode. Uh-huh. I had fingernail print marks in my palm because of the first twenty minutes of the first episode. Really? It is intense. Oh. I'm going to have to check Intense. it out. Intense, yeah. Bodyguard on... I, I think, think it's we on might Netflix. be able to have him back next week. I just oh, yeah. Remembered. He's going to be back in town. Or was that this week? I don't know. I can ask Yeah, it's good. Anyway. Um, my next story uh, could be kind of obnoxious um, because... That's what we do here. Yeah. Do you know this song? Yeah, it sounds like George Michael or something. Come on. It sounds like one of his beats. 
Oh, Africa. <laughs> Everybody's up in arms about the Weezer version? No, no. Oh, you know they are, That's, though. Well, yeah, but because of that, uh, the song has had a resurgence. And, uh, oh, because of, because of Weezer. Yeah. The song, hey, it, it had for Toto. I think it had more plays last year than it... Uh, Let's see, just under 18 million plays just in the UK. So 18 million plays in the UK. Yeah. This in a year for a song that came out that was when? 2017, though. That was even before last year. 1982. Oh, my gosh. Um, Eight. <laughs> so a Nambian jerk. Nambian? Nambian. Nam- huh? Nambian. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it's a, a country. Sounds like a pill too. <laughs> Take an Ambien and Ambien German. Uh, anyway, uh, Max Seidem Fumpua Seiden Topf. He's installing a uh, well six speakers and an MP3 player in the Nam Nambit. Namib. Yeah. In the Namib. Struggling with the words desert today. in Nambia. Yeah. There we go. Um, and uh, he's attaching solar panels to it. So six speakers, an MP3, pl- MP3 player, and solar panels. And it is going to play this song on repeat for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. So, I don't know. Tell me Elon Musk was not involved. <laughs> <laughs> this has Elon written all over it. Just in the middle of the freaking desert. I guess this is this it right they here. They look like nice speakers. Yeah, that's them. So, there. Okay, but this is in the middle of sand dunes. This is going to be covered in like six two days. Months. No, yeah, not really. dude. Sand dunes move so fast. Yeah, they they like uh, the. He needs to put it in a bubble. The Star Wars sets for the original yeah. Star Wars sets. I think they they're just covered now. Last year got covered. I yeah. have these speakers. They're literally right there. Hey. Um. Yeah, they need to put it in inflatable bubble. So it just floats around the desert. I was hoping for a little bit stronger looking of an installation. This looks like someone could just, you know, oh yeah, okay, blow it over. Second. Yeah, I thought those. I thought the towers were speakers. Those towers was, are just holding the see, speakers. When I read the story, I was thinking like a Muslim prayer speaker. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, like it's a, a really freaking, super tall one, yeah. with like a little shack, and yeah, like some twenties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's not going to last long. You know what? I think. Uh, well, it'll get them more plays. I, I think that we need to. Uh, we need to build a better one. <laughs> that yeah. needs to be our yeah. objective. But we'll put a rejected takeoff. Yeah, on yeah, it. yeah. How about we put it on the airport tarmac <laughs> <laughs> on loop. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the government doesn't get opened, it's going to be like a desert pretty it's true. soon. It's true. <laughs> yeah, runways are being okay. This next story hold. is for you. Ooh, all right. So your ring. Oh, the ring fiasco. You I still haven't it? got it resized. It's starting to fill in, though. You see, oh, yeah, not as much of that. a not so, as much of a fat. Yeah, gap. you remember how you had that fat gap and everything? Yeah, and, and you uh, just coined that, by the way. <laughs> fat gap. So, had you ever considered putting your wedding ring on your penis? No, because a twenty-eight-year-old South African man. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> endured a rare case of penile strangulation. Did you know that was a word? No, I didn't. I mean, I know what it means now. (laughs) I mean, I I strangulate my... Anyway. (laughs) Uh, So he put his wedding ring around his his penile. (laughs) His his dong. Uh, Apparently, he was trying to use it as a uh, a rooster ring. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. Uh, Kids, if you don't know, then that's good. yeah, Yeah. And he got so aroused 
that it got stuck. <laughs> and oh, my it turned, gosh. And by the time uh, he got to the hospital, it turned blue. <laughs> oh. I don't so, think uh, my ring would... F- I mean, I'm not no. trying to be... <laughs> I'm not trying to be dicky here, cocky, <laughs> penisy. Uh, I'm just saying, like that. I don't. I it, mine wouldn't either. In yeah. I mean, so are, are you I, familiar I, with uh, grower versus show? Yeah, you know? I, even so, even so. No, yeah. So, I guess what I take away is he had a very narrow, right, slender penis, <laughs> right, like a like a roll of pennies. I'm definitely gonna have to use that as a drop. <laughs> Slender penis. <laughs> Slender. That's my it's new, a nice way of putting my it. My new wrestling he's name. He's a very... Uh, now making his way to the ring. Slender penis. He's a very lean penis. Lean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, So they tried removing it with a tiny surgical saw. Oh, no. Uh, but it wasn't working. So they had to, to make multiple the- puncture aspirations with a syringe and a pink needle to reduce swelling so they 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 drew, they drew the blood out yeah they oh. they de-erecticized him talk about the worst that way to lose hurt. a boner that would hurt <laughs> i have to ask ethan dr Bayham, <laughs> what it's like to <laughs> he's a doctor ah. and i i did ask him about um what's it oh. What's it called? The when you have an erection Ere- for longer erectile than four dysfunction. Hours. You're, no, no, no. You're asking for a friend. Like, no, like when you can... have an erection for longer than four hours. Right. What's it called? Anyway, it doesn't matter what it's called. Uh, Viagra. No, no, no. Like no. the commercial. Like a... no. There's a, the disorder. It has a name. Oh, but long I... long time boner or something. Yeah, long <laughs> LTB. <laughs> I, I I heard somewhere that they get rid of that by doing that to you. Oh yeah, by poking you probably, or just show you pictures of like. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, you know, Ethan, when you listen to this, feel free to uh, join the conversation yeah. at, at the Arctic Pod on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, let let us, us know how they fix that now. Yeah, we'd love to see uh, step-by-step uh, procedures and yeah. to know if you've ever done that before. Uh, one last story here. Uh, if you happen to go grocery shopping in uh, the D.C., the Washington – oh, no, sorry, this is Massachusetts Ma- – can't preapism that's what it's called <laughs> <laughs> prolonged direction preapism there you go yeah uh there is a grocery store there called giant and they are employing a uh a robot okay this is him right here it's not he? a guy in a suit like the russians <laughs> uh, no <laughs> not this one he has like googly eyes oh my gosh look Okay, I know we just had a whole story about penises but look how phallic uh, this actually yeah, looks phallic. definitely made by a man I mean, anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, they put googly eyes on it to, I don't know. Maybe to make it le- look less phallic. Yeah. I don't know. I think it kind of makes it, well, anyway. You ever put Google? never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so this robot goes around the store and it looks for spills and uh, will notify an employee if there's a spill. Why they didn't make one that just cleans up the spill. Yeah, that's <laughs> just like rutting, vacuums like a it up or something. waste. Like that's the well, last thing I thought you were going to tell that's me. That's not all it does. Okay. It goes up and down the aisles and it checks for out of stocks. All right. That's, and, see, that's uh, good. reorders and stuff like that, I guess. That's good. So, um, in the future, you'll look forward to phallic-y looking robots. Maybe we'll run into less... Uh, piles of collapsed boxes from stalkers now yeah, in maybe. the middle of the night you know <laughs> if you go shopping late at night you run into a giant pile or yeah. the, their carts taking up the whole yeah. aisle no i used to be one of those yeah, guys it sucks and more power uh, to him but this guy's gonna take your job well he's not stocking shelves no, but yet is he, but he's gonna do it so efficiently though <laughs> probably you know you're not gonna have to bring out the uh the car the 
you know, yeah, whatever it's called. Probably. I'm surprised Kroger hasn't jumped in on this yet. They're always doing new the pallet. You won't need pallet jack. You'll just bring out a box. I hope so. Can I? I oh my gosh. So, uh, back when I lived in Colorado, so I worked for Kroger and Smiths for far, far too long. Twelve years, I think. Really? Well, wow. part of it was in Texas at Kroger, and then the rest. That's here. a long time. Yeah. Uh, and when I was dating my ex-wife, I moved to Colorado for a little bit uh, and worked at another Kroger division called King Supers. And prior to that, I had only worked on the front end yeah. as a as a front end manager or cashier or whatever. Yeah. So nothing labor intensive. But they brought me on as a grocery clerk. Grocery. Grocery clerk. <laughs> Is that a, someone who stocks and faces? A dairy clerk. Yeah. It sucked. I was not built to work hard. <laughs> I, and in the cold, like in the freezer? Yeah, it sucked. When, uh, when you're stocking the yogurt, yeah. do you have to face them? Yeah. So when so I take, someone takes one, yeah. it, comes, it comes down the right way? Um, yeah. Wow. Oh. You know uh, what I'm talking about? No, in the little sliding no, you ones? don't have to dish the first one. Okay. You don't have to do... So if you see it off, you open the door real quick. Turn and, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you kind of do anyway yeah you kind of do face them it just depends on what because some people have the put it put it in for behind <laughs> some put it in the front anyway so you got to rotate stock but anyway uh they asked me to unload a truck which i had never done before yeah and they had an electric pallet jack and i was not good at a regular pallet jack. you know <laughs> you know how bad asian drivers are that's how you are with a pallet jack yeah and I'm not, that's not a generalization. I had a, I almost said a North Korean roommate. I had a South Korean roommate. And I'm not exaggerating when I say I thought I was going to die. Like I was so fearful for my life when I was in the car with him. That mostly inaccurate stereotype happened to be true for you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess. So, pallet jack. And so I had to unload this truck. Uh, when you say electric, did it just did it electric uh, up and move, or just electric? Yeah, no, the up? whole thing. Okay, and uh, so I I couldn't use it. like I couldn't figure I, I didn't know how to use it. Yeah. So I had to unload a dairy truck. So these are pallets with stacked to the top with milk crates. Right. I can't even tell you how many are on there. And I did it with a hand pallet jack, and. I thought I was going to die. Because you didn't want to use the electric I one? didn't know how. I was going to spill the milk. <laughs> Isn't there like three knobs? Like, well, this goes up, this goes down. It's hard to... to, to, to have you ever... It, yes, I have. It's, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I'm a pro now, but... Right. Uh, I did at that... I did tip two pallets... Not that night, but in my time there, I tipped two pallets of milk. Did they all break? Almost, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I tipped a, a six-wheeler, uh, a big cart thingy yeah. full of eggs. Oh, and I put most of them the on the shelves anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I did it they... in front of a bunch of customers, and so I put them back all in the thing, and I yeah. rolled them back, and I waited like thirty minutes <laughs> for them all to be gone. <laughs> I put them all back. Why out. did Why do they put eggs in like the most frag, like the most the weakest packaging? I don't know. Like molded pulp is what it is. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Um. Yeah, anyway, that is your random headline. Awesome. Those are good ones. Yeah. Toto, Africa, installation. Toto. I don't know why everybody's hating on Weezer, you know? They're just <sighs> doing their job. They should be hating on Toto for... Toto? 
Toto for writing such a ridiculous song. Have you ever heard the lyrics? Toto. Yeah, they're re- yeah. It's like it doesn't make any sense. There is a YouTube video uh-huh. that has every lyric to Africa, uh, like auto tuned to fit the song, but in alphabetical order. <laughs> so it like starts with Af 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 Af. That's funny. <laughs> I don't know why there's. It's just become a thing. Oh, that's funny. Viral. All right. So, um, Mexico. We've talked. They've been in the news lately. Um, Just a little bit. Yeah. So, have you ever heard of Aero Mexico? It's. I would assume it's an airline. It is. Okay. It's their big airline there. Uh, they have released That's, a. Uh, Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, my apologies. And it might even be Mexico Aero. <laughs> they tend to reverse right. things. Which is why I struggle with Spanish, but yeah. you're right. Um,. They have a new campaign, a new advertising campaign. Okay. Uh, they've released several commercials, um, and I, I, I can't play all of them because they're 11 minutes worth. Oh, my gosh. But I'm going to play uh, I'm gonna play some of one. Yeah, okay. you, you should definitely, you should watch. definitely we'll, watch. It'll, we'll post it. We'll try to anyway. Mexico's first destination is America, but America's first destination is not Mexico. So, we went to a typical American town to ask why they don't consider Mexico an option to travel to. Banjo. Would you consider going to Mexico? No way. The idea of going to Mexico is not something that I would foresee. That's not my cup of tea. Let me stay here in peace and let those folks stay on their side of the border. Do you like tequila? Yes. Do you like burritos? Yeah. Do you like Mexico? No. And when your company name is Aero Mexico, well... So how do we increase USA flights to Mexico if a big part of Americans just don't like Mexico? According to the Department of Homeland Security, Mexican immigration goes as far as the 1800s settling in on the South, meaning that a big percentage of Mexican ascendants in the USA doesn't even know it yet. So we did a DNA test to prove it and turn those results into discounts. The more Mexican they are, the more discount they get. Joshua, you are 18% Mexican. Oh, wow. So you get 18% off the flight to Mexico. Charlotte, you are 14.4% Mexican. You're 22% Mexican. That's bullshit. That's <laughs> bullshit. You are 18% Mexican. Well, that's better than you. <laughs> so you oh get 22% gosh. off the flight to Mexico. Oh, come on now. Seriously? Okay. That's for real. So what if I want to take my wife? Eligible for a 15% discount to go to Mexico. <laughs> what do you think about that? I love discounts. Sorry, Betsy. You're only 3% Mexican. <laughs> getting discounts all over Southern America in our travel agencies. Southern? Inner discounts. There are no borders within us. That is Yeah, I go to Mexico if they had Taco Bells on the street corner <laughs> down there. <laughs> so there's there's, the there's most several of these brilliant marketing campaigns. I know it's pretty freaking funny. I think I've seen. Um that the the best one is that guy who actually gets super pissed That's off. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And then when they tell him he gets a discount, he's like, What? What if I want to take my wife? What if I want to take my wife? <laughs> Do I get 22% for her too? 
Oh man, you're missing the point. What we're trying to tell you is that you are a uh, racist. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, and they did pick up these. These people are definitely cream of the crop. Yeah, that. Well, they're yeah. they're uh, Heartland. Well, they're yep. mi- yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're probably they're uh, people who would probably join the Minutemen. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They're America. America. Um. So yeah. Um. We'll. Uh, We'll post this link to this YouTube video. It has a bunch of different ones on here. Um, I love it. But basically, the advertising campaign is take a DNA test. We'll tell you how much uh, Mexican you are and uh, or how much Mexican DNA you have, and we'll give you that percentage of uh, well, they're a ab- discount. They're absolutely right. Like Texas right. was Texas was Mexico, right? Right. <laughs> so it stands to reason that Not a lot just of people, Texas, California, well, yeah, all of it, it, yeah. Like it stands to reason that a lot of people would right. be descendants. Right. You know, sorry. Yeah. It's a melting pot. Yeah. That's what happens. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have the last name of, like, Luna or something. Like, what? Yeah. I'm not Mexican. That's crazy. <laughs> like, What's your last name? Trujillo? <laughs> <laughs> That's pronounced Trujillo. <laughs> oh, shit. Trujillo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you'd uh, get a kick out of that That's there. So uh, when you get a chance, go for through them. and... Uh, I kind of want to book a flight with them now. Just <laughs> see that it worked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, a, they're a pretty big airline, although they did just have a crash a few months ago. Oh, well, <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> no one died, though. They actually yeah. uh, did, did okay. Yeah. You want to talk about Utah smoking? Yeah, I saw this. Uh, I, I thought about bringing this on, but I wasn't sure about one of these numbers. So, yeah, let's talk about so, it. So there was an article uh, locally here in Utah. Um, that Utah smokers burn through $38,000 a year. That's combined with all their health costs, uh, costs of the cigarettes, lighters, matches, right. everything that revolves around smoking. Right. Um, let's see. So when here, so it, it has a little breakdown here. So it says that Utah, and this is per person, uh, spend $38,542 a year on smoking. And all of this, all these numbers make sense to me. So out of pocket is twenty five hundred. That's just cigarettes. Sure. Okay. Cigarettes are expensive. Do you? Back when I was a cashier, when I was sixteen, it was um, like eighteen dollars for a, like a uh, for a carton. Now yeah. it's like sixty or seventy. Yeah. The tax they've yeah. taxed it so heavily to try and yeah de-incentivize people from buying right and i'm not complaining because whatever but no, they i'm should. just saying that that that's the reality of it so yeah. they are it is expensive it says health care is 29 24 uh income uh oh that's lost income i guess from health related issues or they can't get a better job right because of the habit that actually um because you can't ask that in an interview, but right. if you happen to find out, it's statistically proven that you're less likely to get hired. For, if you're, oh, for sure, you're a smoker. Yeah. Um, other is three seventeen. Now the financial opportunity number. Wait a 20- second. <laughs> I gotta go back. Okay. Why is that? Why is that against the law to ask? I think it's a perfectly legitimate question. I, Do you have a disgusting habit that we might need yeah, to know about? I, I agree. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's not protected. It's yeah. not like you're pregnant. I, I don't you know. know. Or your age. Anyway, yeah, okay. Maybe it's just a dick move. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I I'm uh, trying to think. Everything if, on your application I feel looks like, good. You smoke. I feel like I've been told <laughs> that you can't ask that, but I don't know if I've ever actually looked in to see if that's, that's right. the reality. I would imagine that it's not good practice to ask that, but 
I mean, I don't know. I think I would. I don't know if I would care. Depends on the depends on what I was hiring for. Anyway, I don't want to alienate anybody, but I. Nah, never mind. I think not, anybody who there. anybody who talk, smokes knows it. that it's hard. I we understand it's hard to quit. My brother smokes. It's yeah. really really hard to quit. Yeah, I know. You know, I'm not. Yeah, it's it's easier to kick like heroin than nicotine. Yeah, so we get it. You know. Anyway, but there's a couple of numbers in here that gave us some some trouble. So the one that maybe you can explain this to me as I don't understand this twenty seven thousand five seventy five financial opportunity. That's the biggest number out of all this, and that's where I'm just kind of confused what they're talking about here. Where is it in the article? I'm trying. Oh, there it is. Financial opportunity. I think that's I think that's what we're talking about. Like they're just lost wages, lost opportunities. Yep. What they've probably done a, a sample. Mm-hmm. You take a you take a sample of two hundred people, right? A hundred of them smoke, a hundred of them don't. Uh, account for variables like age and socioeconomic status, just simple statistics, and you can you can narrow down to the smoking variable if oh, your okay. sample size is large enough. And then you could say, okay, people who don't smoke, all other variables aside, are making twenty-seven grand more mm-hmm. than people who do smoke. We we've controlled for every other variable: male, right. female, age socioeconomic status, type of work, you know what I mean? What your qualifications are. You qual- it's really easy to control for those variables if you know stats and if you have a big enough sample size. Right, right. And they're saying that you're losing 27 grand. You could get you could be making $27,000 more if you weren't smoking. Wow. That's crazy cuz I don't smoke and I don't make $27,000 more. So I'm a little <laughs> Right. Someone like you would be making I guess no money. <laughs> Yeah, better not pick it up then. <laughs> Be screwed. So that's the one that got you. Here's here's the one that bugged me. Okay, because in a given day, watching TV, uh-huh. listening to the radio, right. driving on the freeway, right? How many ads for the truth? Oh, uh, we do you get see? we get a lot here. I don't know if that's necessarily well, this the is case relevant everywhere. to Utah though. Yeah, like the truth is an anti. Uh huh. It's a, a it's a I can't say anti. Is it it is anti smoking, yeah, but it's more of a, a help, right? You know, uh, or way to quit is now the new one, way to quit.org. Oh, yeah. You know, so the one that got me is it says a recent behavioral health survey results show that 70% of Utahns who smoke would like to quit, but don't know where or how to get help. How is that possible? Like, I just listed off two places, way to quit.org and the truth that both offer help. If you, TV, what's it called? Chantrix? Ch- Chantix? <laughs> yeah what's his name <laughs> like chantix helps people quit I, that one that I'm, one is i'm trying to I'm that trying one to, is neuroscience I'm so trying, i love learning about chantix i'm trying to counter argument here but i can't uh 70 i can't think of anything i that, could understand like 30 yeah you know 30 percent of the people who want to quit don't know where to get help maybe they just don't see the ads or just don't hear them 70 percent of people who want to quit don't know where to go you don't know you could just ask your doctor like, hey, how do I quit? Well, you can try this, this, and this. You know, we have this drug, Chantix, that does it. We have... I had a friend know, who did... Patches, uh, gum. Who did Chantix and quit really pretty successfully, pretty quickly. Yeah, so the way Chantix works is it blocks the nicotine receptors uh-huh. in your brain so that the nicotine can't get in there. So you feel no effect from smoking. Oh. So it sucks, right? It's The first little bit sucks because you're withdrawing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the smoking doesn't help. As long uh, as you take Chantix, smoking does not help it because that neuron 
is literally blocked. You cannot get nicotine into it because it has a a chemical, uh, basically a neurotransmitter that's blocking it. Fascinating. It is really fascinating. That's pretty crazy. There is some. There is a little bit of a scare with Chantix. It can cause severe depression. The way it works in the brain, mm. pretty rare. Right. Um, but there have been some suicides. Noted Are you sure it, they're not just bummed out because they can't smoke anymore? It's possible. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine that it would suck. You'd be on edge. You'd probably be really, really on edge. Yeah. So, anytime my brother-in-law has tried to quit, he gets pretty grouchy. It's really hard. Yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. I've never smoked, but I like I know people who do it. I understand how hard it can be. But man, there's <laughs> so. Ask your doctor. Go to waytoquit.org. Call the truth. Get Chantix, get a patch, get gum, get a... Dude, vape. Just vape. Yeah. It's better than smoking. Yeah. You know, you know how much I, tar is coming from a cigarette? I, I just can't think of a, a counter-argument. I can't. I can't... Uh, I mean, it's... I I've can't. never researched this. It's just from advertisements I see on billboards, on TV, on radio, on podcasts. Like, it's yeah. everywhere. There's a lot here, especially. I don't... Yeah. Uh, huh. A, a, uh, Elaine from Neon Trees. Uh-huh. I met her years ago when I was working for the radio station. Right. And she worked for the truth. Oh, really? That's how, you know, I would talk to her because she would come to events where I was. Huh. So, like, I don't know, maybe because of that, I, I don't know. But I just feel like everybody knows. How do you not know about, like, the truth, you know? I don't know. I'd like to, uh, I don't know, that survey is, I don't know, it's got to be skewed or something. or Yeah. Or maybe that's just how the people responded in the survey because... I don't know. They they don't want to say. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I don't. So it's true because this it does list after that. It says twenty one thousand people did visit the uh, waytoquit dot org. Well, which is a it is state sponsored. Yeah, but only forty eight hundred registered on the website. Uh, so what is that like one? I don't know, one fifth. Yeah, of the people who visited the website actually. And there are a hundred and ninety five thousand smokers in Utah. Yeah. About nine percent of the population. That's well, yeah, one out of ten. Like I get that, you know. Uh, it's not too bad, I guess. I just uh, we rank thirty fourth in the nation. Wait, where did that statistic go? Uh oh, smoking causes about one thousand three hundred forty deaths in Utah per year. Wow, that man, that's so sad. You know. Average age that smokers die is sixty nine. What's the? Oh, what's, there it is. What's the um? Mor- what's our the mortality age or whatever it's called normally? Oh, is um, it like seventy five? Yeah, if you put so, the two genders together. Yeah, uh, Utah ranks number thirty four in the nation in terms oh of cost of smoking, hmm. and only about seven to eight percent of smokers are successful at quitting. That's that explains how hard it is to quit. Seven yeah. to eight percent. That's that's rough, you know. So we feel you if you're listening and you smoke. We understand. I I try. Uh, I was talking to my brother-in-law about because he's uh he's quit before. Yeah. He uh he had been off of them for either a year or two years. Yeah. And just a friend was was smoking outside, and he's like, "You want one?" And he's like, "Uh," and then. Back on it it's again. All downhill, yeah. And it's uh, I, I don't want to draw this comparison too closely, but for me in eating, I, sure, like the only difference I have to eat to live. You don't have to smoke to live, sure. But um, 
I understand to a point, like the frustration and the cravings, and right. how, like, I, sometimes I just feel like I'm, um, like, it's just frustrating. Like, am I going to have to deal with this forever? Yeah. Like, am I always going to have to be fighting myself not to overeat? Right. And that's that's kind of where the discouragement comes in. So if that's you know, if you're in the process of quitting and you're like, am I always going to be? like this am i always going to have to have these urges then that can be really defeating right absolutely no i get it and uh yeah i understand i understand it's hard and maybe we're fighting this the wrong way and i when i say we like society you know maybe we're putting money in the wrong places maybe you know i i don't know maybe we give away free chantix as well, soon as the as soon as the patent's off, it'll be cheap. I mean, the number of smokers is going down, right? Um, I think eventually. well, people have gone to vaping a ton, which is not great. But it's not great, but it's less tar, less well, cancer. It's sorry. Well, yeah, people switching from smoking to vaping, but is one thing. But vaping itself has become more of an ac- epic. Oh my gosh. Like an epidemic. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say epidemic. Like, that's what? What? Well, it's people who wouldn't. <laughs> epidemic. Have, mo- people who wouldn't normally have smoked are now vaping. Right. And yeah. it's happening in uh, schools a lot. In, in, right. In so much that the FDA said that if these vaping companies uh, don't start coming up with programs to discourage teen vaping, that they are going to um, ban all like of them. Like, sanction them and stuff? Yeah. That they were going to pull them all off the shelves. That. That has since been so easy because, to get, man. But yeah, they're in like, every gas station right there. Yeah, and there's whole vape shops dedicated to yeah, vape shops. Them, so. Yeah, they usually get busted for weed. <sighs> yeah, at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Vape some weed. <laughs> <laughs> well, since uh, we we're talking about addictions or or whatever, I'll give you my Spencer's weekly weight oh, update yeah. real quick. Uh, weighed myself Wednesday this week, and I was at two seventy four. Three down. Yeah. Four. I'll, yeah, three down. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Although I think that I'm probably lower than that because yeah. I took a real. You know what? Just uh, <laughs> I think I'm lower than that. Uh, about a, like a pound and a half. Yeah. 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 Um, well, good man. I've been uh, eating really well this week for the most part. Kind of struggled on Wednesday, but for most of the most of the the week, I've been eating probably under fifteen hundred calories a day. Wow, that's hard. Maybe seventeen, somewhere around there. Uh, and that's um, tough. If if any man out there has ever like consistently yeah. ate fifteen hundred, yeah, it's not great. You feel weak and, <laughs> and yeah. hungry all the time. I've gone through that. Yeah. Um. But I haven't started exercising yet. So once I, if I were to have exercised this week, yeah, I probably actually would be in the sixties. Yeah, knowing myself, like my how I how quickly I can lose weight when I'm this heavy. Right. Um. But yeah. Anyway, well, there's congratulations. My, my weekly weight update. I need to get some fun, yeah. catchy music here. Spencer's weekly weight update. Yeah. Like a remember uh, like one eight hundred ninety seven Jenny. <laughs> and they would change the number every year like yeah, yeah. anyway sorry i don't that's okay you can play that if you want that's a good idea <laughs> that's a good idea see if i can find it i did see a commercial for nutrisystems for men the other day i thought about doing those before i actually think i'd probably do really well on them yeah it's planned yeah that's because that's the problem yeah it's if you meals aren't planned you're gonna go to mod pizza well what i you know what i uh i kind of did well i i 
because with with the Nutrisystem, it's it's just frozen meals. It's not right. like it's so I kind of just did that last year. I just would go and buy go buy a stack a stack of of frozen blink cuisines and right. power bars and stuff, and it's basically the same thing. So yeah. it's true. If you have it on hand, that's I mean, that's always been my yeah, problem. That's the lesson I learned this week. I bought uh, I bought a variety pack of chips on yeah. Wednesday, <laughs> and you know they're just little hundred thirty calorie packages, right? And I probably ate <laughs> most of them. <laughs> All that's left in there now are pretzels. Well, like 130 calories of chips, like four chips. Yeah, I know. You got to get baked. They're no, not... that's what that is. Oh, they're baked. They're okay. baked ones. All right. So that's I, true. I blew through the Cheetos pretty quick because they're delicious. And yeah. Then, I don't know anyway. Yeah, I'll bring you a big tub of cheese balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that it? I guess that's uh, that's it then. All right. Well, Find us at the Artake Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please, please share this episode. Share the podcast with your friends, your family. Tell them about it. Get in touch with us. We'll send you a t-shirt or something for episode 30. I'm Brian. I am 33. See you next time. Would you took out of my mouth when I saw you?